Welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Hey there, welcome back, you guys. So happy to have you here again. And if you're a first timer, welcome. My name is Angie, and I am your host of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior, where I try to empower um, other amputees like myself to live healthy lives. But I also find that a lot of my um, discussions can go for anybody struggling with anything going on in their life. And so I hope I can speak to you today. I apologize. My noise here, my noise level is a puppy next to me. Um, I'm kind of the caretaker of a new puppy when the family is away at school or work. And uh, since she's potty training, (laughs) she's kind of stuck with me. And uh, she usually sleeps through these the last few weeks, but today she's kind of a little rambunctious and You can kind of hear her movement as she's uh, moving around near me. Her big sister is trying to sleep, but not getting, uh, not getting that kind of relaxation as the puppy is climbing a chair over here beside me. So I apologize. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about making progress. Like I said, you know, that could be for an amputee, but it could be anybody in general. You don't have to have any medical condition. Just progress is progress in whatever it is that you want to accomplish in your life. And I have noticed um, the last few weeks, I have gotten myself back in the gym. Um, I usually do, at least during the pandemic and stuff, I did a lot of just in-home body weight workouts and um, tried to use just light weights that I would have here, five, 10 pound dumbbells, things like that, bands. But I have decided to get back into the gym. And yesterday I was realizing that um, that I have made a lot of progress. But in the same respect, I thought, you know, there's a lot of people out there that struggle with, um, you know, whether it's weight or not being like they used to feel or be or look, um, whether it's internal or an external physical look. And um, (laughs) sorry, the puppy is trying to chew on stuff. This is not a good thing. But uh, I noticed that um, one thing I wanted to address is the fact that I, several years ago when I had my amputation, um, that wasn't, that wasn't the beginning of that medical journey. The beginning actually happened in 2013 when I got hurt in a karate accident. I was, um, I was sparring and um, working towards my second degree black belt when I tore my MCL really bad with a head kick and um, was told that on a positive note, at least it didn't take surgery to recover from an MCL tear. Unfortunately, my MCL tear had other plans and we did have surgery and then I had another surgery and another surgery and another surgery, a knee replacement, knee revision. I tried everything possible under the sun and um, um, <laughs> sorry, she's totally distracting today. She's being a silly, silly girl. Um, um, anyways, 
I'll show you. This is the puppy that's the being a little bit stinkerish here. So for those of you that are just listening, um, I put on YouTube the video of this recording so you can see our new puppy who's recovering nicely. For those of you that heard a couple weeks ago, she actually had her femur was broken. Um, that's what happens when running downstairs underneath high school feet will do. And um, it was a really sad situation, but she's recovered fully and she is rambunctious as all get out right now. So anyway, what I was saying was that during the... Um, during those years of surgeries, I went from being physically fit, from being in karate and working all sorts of workouts and stuff to, to be active and physical and strong and, and everything, to literally sitting in my bed, icing my knee, going to PT, couldn't do anything, couldn't go for walks, nothing. like. And because it was from 2013 to 2018, before my amputation in 2018, all those years were literally spent doing either type of surgery. I think I had 10 before my um, my amputation. And I had constant PT three times a week, a majority of the time. Some days, some weeks, we went only two times a week because we weren't seeing progress. And I know that my PT was getting frustrated for me and didn't want to burn me out anymore. So in all that time from 2013 to 2018, there was a gradual increase in weight gain. And I hadn't realized it because it was it was gradual. And it kind of like, uh, I always liken it to um, one of my science teachers in high school used to say, you know, if you try to put a frog in boiling water, it's going to jump out. But if you put a frog in a regular pot of water and slowly bring it to a boil, it doesn't recognize that it's boiling to death. That's kind of how I was. It wasn't like I popped on all these extra pounds. It was gradual over time. And I got used to seeing myself certain ways. Now that I am down the weight, I look back at those pictures and go, wow. I mean, like, wow. Now, you have to understand that I started back in karate when I was about 40, 41 years old. Never thought I could get back into shape at that age. I don't know why. You know, I guess I just, you get into the mom mode and the wife mode and life gets just fast and hectic and there's no time just for you time. At least that's how my life was. And I was a homeschool mom. So I was constantly with my kids all, all day and then in the evenings taking them to sporting events. So we ate on the run a lot, you know, that story. Well, the reason I wanted to talk about progression or making progress is the fact that so many people like me think that there is no time and I can't change anymore. And as I was working out yesterday, I started realizing that I'm now 50 years old. I'm in the best shape of my life. And when I say that, I'm literally way less than I did in high school. Um, I have cut down the body fat. I have gained the muscle mass. And I just got back into that shape since my amputation. So I'm not only down a leg, but I'm also down like many sizes, like sizes I've never, ever fit into before, maybe in fifth grade. Um, that I wanted to let people know it's never too late to start. That progress can be made no matter what, but it is a mindset. It is the way you think, and it is about goal setting. So there's a, 
like all these things that can come together to dictate what your life will be like and what you want from life. Now, saying that is much easier than doing it, right? Because you've got to build a pattern. You've got to be strong enough to get past bad habits to create good habits. And that's really what it takes. Um, Sometimes it takes external. Like for me, once I lost my leg in 2018, above the knee, I decided to, to get used to my new prosthetic by having to walk. Well, walking is boring. And I'd rather do a million other things besides just go out in the street and walk at night or during the day. So I started looking up and researching virtual races, races where I could hold myself accountable, but I could still earn the medal, right? And they all of a sudden, and of course, once the pandemic hit, that became a a bustling enterprise for all these companies. But I would find virtual races that gave really cool medals. I could choose which one I wanted to participate in, how long it was, when it took place. And then a lot of the ones companies I use also do um, them for fundraising. So a portion of what I spend goes for my medal and my bib, but it also then goes to like St. Jude or an animal shelter, whatever it might be. And so I was starting to get hooked because that became a great carrot in front of me to get moving. And I also knew it was benefiting somebody else. And then I physically was gaining the benefits from being out and walking versus sitting on a couch and moping about my life and where I was at. Because I could have easily done that. I could have lost my leg and decided that life was no longer worth living. Or I could have thought that I'll never be the same. And this is horrible. And this doesn't feel good. And this is blah, 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 blah. Again, it's a mindset thing, right? So I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to show people that you could do this, that anybody could do this, that just because I didn't have a leg didn't mean I couldn't make something of myself. But then I also realized that I could benefit myself physically from it, which then I'm a firm believer that all these things intertwine, mental, emotional, and physical. So I wasn't feeling great about myself when I realized how much weight I had gained. Then I started moving and getting exercise, which started to shift my body image, the look, the weight, the scale, um, showed a different number that I was starting to like. That boosted my mental game because then I was like, ooh, if I do this, if I do this, and I started feeling like ups, like happy about things. And then my emotional state obviously then grew to a more positive place. Um, I was happy. I was, uh, you know, someone to be around versus someone who is mopey and crabby and just lashing out because, you know, life sucks kind of a thing. And so that's why I said it's a, it's a mental game, but it's a mindset. My mindset was I owe this to myself. I owe this to my family to be healthier so I can have a long life that I can live. If I chose to do the amputation, then I didn't have anything to complain about. I needed to suck that up and and get through whatever challenges it would bring. And I'm the kind of personality, I'm built this way, and I always have been, that I like to prove people wrong. Um, People see me and some people will see me and say, oh, I'm so sorry that you lost your leg. And I'm like, why? This is actually, I'm living a better life now than I did the 10 years prior, you know? So don't feel bad for me when you see me. 
you know, I, I, I'm much happier. I'm in a better place. Does that mean I have bad days? Don't have bad days? No, of course I have bad days. We all have bad days. Mine are just different bad days. You know, I, I have phantom pain or phantom, phantom sensation. Sometimes, um, I swell or I have a pain that just, um, I have a nerve that might hit and inside my socket and it'll, it'll send like a really sharp pain through a calf that's not even there. Um, you know, I just, it's, it's crazy how your life shifts based on what circumstances. So when I talk about making progress, I can honestly tell you that today is the day to start. If you want to make a change, you don't need to wait for a special occasion. You don't need to wait for a special day of the week. Um, as a matter of fact, if you don't say, I'm starting now, you probably won't. If you say, well, you know what, tomorrow's a better day. I did that for a while with getting back to the gym. Eh, I'll do tomorrow, I'll do tomorrow. I'll just, I'll work on the stuff here in the house. And then I get too tired and I wouldn't do any of the stuff that I used to do in my house. And then I said, you know what, I think I need a kick in the butt. I need to get out of the house because if, if I'm going to get in the car with my gym stuff and drive, then I know I will follow through because I'm heading that way. Whereas if stuff's in my room here, you know, I've got a Bowflex machine and Bosu ball. I've got all my bands and everything here, my, my uh, dumbbells. But it's always here. I can do this whenever I want. And that's the problem. I say, oh, I can do it whenever I want. I'll do it. I'll do it later. I've got things I got to do until, you know, eight o'clock tonight. But if I'm running around crazy, I, I, my leg gets tired and I feel like I've beaten myself up already. I feel like I've gotten my exercise in and I go to bed and say, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll actually pick up those weights tomorrow. I'll do this tomorrow. But progression doesn't happen if we just don't attack. And that's what we need to do. So when I say, are you ready to unleash the warrior within you? It is time to unleash that warrior because you all have it in you. You all have the capability of being more than what you really believe you can be. And you need to start believing in yourself, feeding yourself positive lines. Um, I, I see the difference between um, people that are making it in life and people that are struggling. The people that are making it, there's no obstacle too great. They're an I can do it, watch me, I can do this kind of person. Um, they reach for challenges. They try for challenges. They don't shy away from them. People that struggle get caught up in the negative. They only see the negative in their situation. They don't see how it can be a positive. They don't see how it can help themselves or anybody else. They, they wish for a different life. They, they look at people that have like, for me, like two legs and say, well, if I had two legs, sure, I could do that. They make excuses. Those that aren't succeeding in life make excuses. Those that are succeeding or what you see as succeeding in life, they're the ones that go out and take the bull by the horns and they, they go. They ride hard and they, they go. That's what I want from you. Today, starting today, I want you to start thinking that way. Start thinking positively because you are so worth it. You are worth more than you believe. Um, you have a value in this world. You have a value in your family, in your friend group, at church, um, at the school, wherever you are at in your life. Um, you do hold value and you will be a more valuable person 
if you're in a happier state of mind. You will be a more valuable person if you're a go-getter, if you have positivity to, um, to enhance the world with. Um, when you speak positive, you do positive. When you speak negative, you're going to struggle. You're going you're gonna to see the negative influences. When I look back and I see pictures of myself, and even right after amputation, I remember, I, I just was actually looking at a picture when my kids were both in high school and playing football, and I took a picture with them, and I could not believe how much extra weight was on me. And I've always been somewhat fit. I've always been an athlete. Um, but that was, that, that's, that, for me, that was embarrassing that I let myself get to that. Now, of course, I couldn't control that at that time. I literally couldn't do anything because my leg was a train wreck. Um, I had so many multiple knee surgeries, and what was happening with my leg was I couldn't straighten it all the way, and I couldn't bend it. By the time it came to amputation, I had gotten a blood clot, and that's what kind of pushed me over the edge to doing it and, and um, getting on the schedule. But I had 20-degree range of motion, whereas my normal leg, my right leg, has 140-degree range of motion. So 140 versus 20. Now, if you've ever had problems with range of motion or you haven't been able to straighten your leg, you know that just walking is hard because your left, for me, my left leg was shorter than my right leg because it was, I couldn't straighten it out. I couldn't swing it back straight. So every time I landed on it, it was in a bent position. So I was, everything was off. My back was off. My hips were off. Everything was off. So with 20 degree range of motion, there wasn't like I was out walking or doing anything. I couldn't ride a bike, couldn't hike, couldn't walk. I struggled. It hurt just to get to the mailbox and back, which is like not even a block away. Um, all that hurt. I, I, my poor dogs struggled because I didn't take them out for walks. And I was really the only one that did that with the kids in school and, and studying with me when they were homeschooling and my husband working. You know, I was the one, and so they didn't. I always made a promise to them that someday I would get back to walking and they would get out, and I made that promise, and it did happen. Um, but, you know, we have, to, we have to fight for our own um, well-being, and it, starts, it literally starts here with us. We have to be able to say, I can do this, and I'm here to tell you that you're never too old and you're not too late to start. If you are someone deemed a couch potato, let's say, you don't do much during the day because things hurt, okay? Or maybe you've, you're an amputee and you just haven't really gotten good at your leg. Well, I was that way too. When I first got my leg, I could barely walk in my house because I couldn't get the mechanics right. So I forced myself to get out and walk a little bit more each day. I came to where I thought I could walk to get the mail. And that was just me. Like literally my head had to work really hard to think. The mechanics of my leg, this new electronic leg moving for me and working with my hip. Then it came that I was going to try to get to the end of the block and down around the corner. Okay. Then the half a mile loop around our neighborhood. Then I'm like, we're going for a mile today. You know, it didn't start off. I didn't just start doing huge challenges or go out hiking. Um, I couldn't wait to start hiking. When I first started hiking, 
I had to be very, very diligent about every step because of the rocks around here. I had to make sure my leg got picked up. And at first it was ugly. You know, it was, I was clamoring, you know, and hipping up and everything like that. But now I hike and I love hiking. I love getting out because it's different than just walking on streets. But everything is in a progression. Nothing just starts out phenomenal. You don't just, if you're in pain walking, you don't just start walking and it's and it goes away or you, you try to beat the pain. Sometimes you just can't and I get that. Some days I just can't go out and walk or get on a treadmill because my leg just doesn't fit right. And every day I put my leg on, every day it's different. Um, even throughout the day, I've said this before, even throughout the day, it changes. So I might say, I'm going to get on the treadmill. I never pinpoint how much I'm going to do because sometimes I just barely can get through 10 minutes on a treadmill. The other day I was so proud of myself because I'm doing a rucksack challenge, um, for mission 22. And it's basically about, it would be about a mile and a half a day to get 48 miles in the month of March. And yesterday I got on the treadmill and I usually do about 10 minutes with my, my sea leg on, or I do maybe 15 with my running blade because it's lighter and it's easier to manipulate, um, harder to get used to, but easier to manipulate because of the lightness. And yesterday I had my rucksack of 20 pounds on my back and my sea leg on, which is heavier than my running blade. And I got on the treadmill and I walked for a mile and I did it in 20 minutes. Um, I had that, that kind of a pace, but I also had it at a 10 on the, um, incline. And I never would have thought I could have done that, especially with 20 pounds on my back, but I did it. But like three days prior, I, I barely got through 10 minutes. I was like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I hate the treadmill. I try so hard to like it especially when it's going to start getting really hot outside. And the only time you can really go outside and not die from heat is first thing in the morning before the sun comes up, which I'm not a morning person or late at night, which is then not as safe either because of the wildlife that's around here. So I'm trying <laughs> me and treadmills. were just not friends, but, um, like I said, it's progression. And so you start small, you do what you can, you try to push yourself. Um, yesterday was not easy when I did the, tw the, the 20 minutes and did a mile with the rucksack. And once I hit 15 minutes, I thought, well, you got 15. You surely could do five more. That's like two songs on your playlist. And so I just focused in on the songs that, and, and listening to the, the lyrics of the songs on my playlist. And the next thing I know, I hit my mile and I was so, so proud of myself. And you know what? That feeling of accomplishment then fills my bucket and tells me I can do this. I can do the next challenge, um, not to be afraid of it and to continue forward, keep marching forward because that's, that's what I can do for myself to make me a better person inside and out and also make me healthier so I can live a longer life for my family so that I'm here for them and have a long, healthy life with them. You know, I don't want to be unhealthy and um, I never want to say that I end up dying because I was so unhealthy. So eating right and everything has all started to come into play. Um, it is helpful too that my son that's in college is heavily into lifting and eating right. So we spend one day a weekend prepping food and everything for the week, which has been awesome. 
love doing that with him. Um, and it's just a good life skill for him to see and do and experience and, and doing it together right now gives him the confidence for later on. So anyway, I, and I talk about this and, and I wanted to reach out too, because I had a great talk with a, uh, an old, old friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, my best friend, um, from middle school. She and I, she's the kind of friend that when you, um, haven't seen each other for years, maybe even haven't spoken for years. I'm trying to think the last time I spoke to her, probably two years, like literally not, not a voicemail, but literally connected on the phone and had time for each other. And we talked and talked and talked. And she's that kind of person that it never, you don't miss a beat. Like you feel like you've, you haven't missed anything. Um, we don't, we're not on social media together that much, but it's, you pick up the phone and it's like, it's like you just were together last week and nothing changed. And it was interesting because we started talking about choices that we make in life and um, how amazing two different people can be based on being brought up the same exact way. And and when you look at that and you, you see the two people and you see the way they were brought up, you sit there and go, okay, you know what? That's a choice. Like the choices, some of it is the way we were brought up, right? Some of it's been raised. But if you have two people within the same household coming out two different ways, there is, there is a path at one point in time where someone took a path that they chose to take versus another way to make their life that much better. And, you know, I talk about that because really that's a part of this progression. If you want to live a healthy, happy life, there are going to be times where you have to make hard decisions. And there are going to be times where you're going to have to stick your heels in, dig in, and 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 stick to your guns on what you believe and how you deal with things. Uh, it's not always easy to maintain a strong, healthy, vibrant life. And we all go through our mountains and our valleys, and I talk about that all the time. But it is a choice, and the choice is always up to us. I was dealt a hand where, you know, back in 2013, I didn't understand what was going to happen. Several years later, frustrated by the lack of knowledge from the doctors and the lack of um, healing, I didn't understand what was happening and why it was happening. And surely by the time I got to the point of a blood clot, and realizing I could have died on an airplane coming from Europe home, I could have easily been so frustrated and angry and resentful about life that I could have completely shut down. That was a choice I could have made. I could have chosen to have my leg amputated or I could have chosen not to. I had one doctor say I was better off not having it done and to live the life I was living, which wasn't living. Let's just make that known right here. I wasn't really living my life, not the one I wanted. And so when I make these choices, I made the choice to research amputation. I made the choice to pick a doctor. I made the choice to get on his schedule. I made the choice of spending September, October, November, and December of 2018 waiting for the amputation and thinking about that amputation and the ups and downs in my emotions through that 
Was I doing the right thing? What happens of this? What happens of that? How do I know how I'll react? Will I be able to do more? Will I be doing less? Will it, will it backfire on me? And I had all these thoughts going through my head, but I chose to dig in deep. I had my faith, for those of you that know me, uh, my faith is what held me through all of this and gave me the courage. And then I got through that and then a whole new batch of things, right? Now I've got to learn, I got to be patient through healing and pray that it heals well, that there's no infection, that I get a a prosthetic that works for me, that I get a prosthetist that helps me fit me the best that I can be fitted. And then I have to choose, what am I going to do with my life? You'd be surprised on how many people go through amputation and they don't do anything with that, that leg they are given by insurance company, their insurance company. And it sits in the corner because it's uncomfortable. Oh yeah, I get it. It's totally uncomfortable. But the more you use it, Honestly, the more you get used to it and the less you think about how uncomfortable it is or foreign, you know, mine for the most part is pretty comfortable all the time. No, but when it is really comfortable, I'm like, this is awesome. And I can walk around the house like it's my own leg and I don't even think about it. But there are other times where I just try to keep myself busy and I don't think, want to think about, I use distraction a lot to deal And, you know, I just kind of try to keep pushing forward with it. The point of all this is that progress happens, but you have to be persistent. Okay? Persistence to progression. If you aren't persistent with what you want and following through, through the good times and the bad, and there will be, then you're not going to make the progress you want. It's going to take leaning on your faith. It's going to take leaning on your family and your friends to help you through some of the harder times. But when you have hard times, surely they'll be followed up with some good times. And you use those good times like liquid gold, right? You just, you take it and you use it and you run with it when things are good, because that's when you'll make a lot of progress. And then you'll take some steps back. It's just, that's what life is no matter what you're going through, right? You make, you know, five steps forward, three steps back. But if you keep pushing and you don't let those three steps back, just destroy your goals and destroy your mindset. Because when you do, you go backwards, you never come back from that, right? But if you go, okay, this is just a part of the game and I'm going to play. Progress and then regress. But then we progress a little bit further. And each time we push a little bit further and a little bit further, and then we all of a sudden realize we're hitting our goals. And then you make new goals and you make new goals. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're living the life that you wanted to, whether it's a health benefit, whether it's a mental benefit, whether it's relational, whether it's work-related, school related, whatever it is that you want to succeed in is totally up to you. And you can progress wherever you are in life. Okay, you can't let a circumstance, one circumstance or another, get you down or lead you out of the way. You have to fight for it. If you really, really want it, you need to fight. And and that's where the warrior, finding the grit, what are you made of inside? What are you made of? And when you start realizing what you're capable of and the fight you have when you believe in what you want and you goal set for it, 
you'll be very surprised on the outcomes. And then you're going to feel great. And then you're going to want it more and more and more. And then all of a sudden it'll be a habit. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, it'll become a habit. And that good habit will lead to more good things. Um, not saying that you're not going to have some down points. Like I said, I was feeling really fit and everything when I started karate and was in it two years into karate. And then a bam, you know, medical inc incident. And then the next thing I know, five years, six years down the road, I'm literally was 55 pounds heavier than I am right now. And I didn't realize it until I really looked in the mirror and realized what's sitting around surgery after surgery and PT after PT and not being mobile did to me. And I wasn't in a great place. I mean, I masked it really well because I had kids and I was homeschooling and, you know, life goes on, right? And so I did a really good job with that, but I wasn't where I wanted to be for the rest of my life. It wasn't healthy. And now that I, I see where I'm at, I'm not exactly where I want to be but I'm on the pathway. I'm in the right path and I'm, I'm using my time wisely and I'm setting goals and I'm doing the things that I want to do to hit the goals that I want. And I'm realizing to myself, this is a journey. It's not overnight. So enjoy the journey. You got to enjoy the journey for all it's good and all it's bad. Enjoy it. Because if I can tell you that I was in some of the best shape of my life, 40, 41, to the worst shape of my life ever until I was 50 and now in the best shape I've ever been and the, the least I've ever weighed at 50, then you can do it too. And now I'm hoping that I can take this and, and run for the rest of my life in a, this positive direction and I will do everything I can. And I know there'll be setbacks. I even had a small setback during the holidays, right? You're sitting around, we had travel plans and you're going to parties and eating poorly and having wine and drinks and then we had guests and you're not you're out of your sink and you're out of momentum and you're not doing the things you normally do because you're you know hosting people and I thought oh no I was doing really really good and I just hit a wall during the holidays and I started sliding backwards and now here I am again, starting to make my progression up. So hills and valleys, hills and valleys all day long. So enjoy it and don't fret about it. When you have a bad day or you have a bad week and you don't feel like you're in the place that you wanted to be, don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. Just say, all right, let's see what I can do now. Now that I see what's going on, let's start to change what's going on and, and make it a, a positive um, pattern again. I end every podcast with a call to action. And a lot of them have become kind of similar because I'm just trying to get you to dig deep and, and recognize some things about yourself. This call to action is I want you to figure out what it is that you want in your life. Where do you want to be? Visualize where you want to be and then see where you are now and what are the steps it's going to take to get from point A to point B. And I want you to write that down. I want you to write what your goal is. Maybe it's a goal of a certain weight. Maybe it's a goal of um, getting a certain job. Maybe it's a, a relationship goal of some sort. Um, maybe it's an eating pattern that you need to change. Write it down for yourself somewhere. What do you want to do? When you do that, ask yourself what seems like a legitimate time frame that you can do this by. And then once you figure that out, 
I want you to write down what steps will you need to take to hit that goal. You know, for me, my goal is to try to get into the gym at least four days a week, if not five. And today's my day off. So that means that Thursday and Friday, I will make time because I went Monday, Tuesday, and I'm not here today. So Thursday, Friday, I will be in the, in the gym. So I'm making sure I do that. So if it's hitting the gym four days a week, here's what I think. Maybe I don't have a specific goal. I'm not setting a specific weight or I'm not, you know, measuring my legs or my biceps or my waist or anything to find a measurement. But I know that if I go to the gym four days a week and I get on the treadmill every day, even for 10 minutes and then lift, that I will be in better shape and in better health and I will be a happier person just based on that. And that's where I want to be. I want to be in an emotionally great place. I want to be mentally strong and I want to be physically strong. It's better than sitting on a couch every day, all day, and I'm not getting on my leg and I'm not doing the things I want to do. So if I can get to the gym four days a week, then I know I'm healthier than if I didn't. That's what I want you to do. That's your call to action this week. Set a goal. Where do you want to be? When do you want to be there? And what's it going to take to get there? And I want you to figure out what progression is. If yours is a physical progression, maybe take a picture of yourself now. Because you know what? There's nothing that lights a fire under me to continue the path than seeing an old picture of me when I weighed a lot more. And so if that's what your goal, then you take a picture there. If you are looking at changing relationships or work, where are you now? Where do you want to be? And write those, those down. If you write it down, you're going to hold yourself more accountable. And if you need help, reach out to me. You can get to me on my website at www.beawarrior360.com or uh, Instagram or Facebook at beawarrior360. And I'd be happy to um, help you get through some of these goal setting things. I hope that you just have a great rest of your day. I hope that you know that you are valuable and loved and as always, be healthy, be happy, be you. Until next time, see ya.